Wow. What can we say? Welcome along to Final Whistle here, live from St. Mary's. My name's Tom Deacon, filling in for Kenzie Benali and Steve Forbes today. And what a result that was. Southampton picking up a point away at Manchester City. Manchester City, of course, scoring 17 goals in their last four games. But then up came Southampton and kept that clean sheet. Uh, I would like to discuss everything that happened in that match. And to join me, of course, uh, Dean and Adrian earlier on from Saints Live. Welcome back, gentlemen. First of all, what a game as your heart rate just got back to normal now. Yeah, just about, Tom, just about. It was, um, I mean, a brilliant result. Really is. It's a, it's a fantastic result from, from Southampton. Um, and you've got to look at it. I'm just thinking then, McCarthy's not had a save to make all game, except for the goal that's disallowed, which obviously is a fantastic save. Um, the discipline from Southampton was brilliant. The bravery from Southampton in terms of uh, the possession of the ball they had, uh, the the attempt to try and attack, the positions they got in, the opportunities they created without any really clear-cut chances. I think the only criticism you could say is that you'd, you'd, you'd wish that a little bit more belief in those areas when they had the opportunity to shoot or um, that extra pass, a little bit of quality. But I thought they were fantastic today. Brilliant. What I mean, what a performance. To go to the Etihad and, and dominate Man City with and without the ball um, the tactical plan, I loved it because I looked at it, I was analysing and every time Fernandinho got the ball, a Southampton midfield player was on him and they dispossessed him so many times and then broke on him to get them opportunities. So they've obviously worked on that in training um, and I don't even think they were stretched defensively. We can say oh, I was a brilliant defensive play. I don't think it was. I think they were reason reasonably comfortable. There was moments from Grealish, there was moments from um, De Bruyne, um, Mares when he came on, but nothing outstanding. So, Fantastic point and yeah, brilliant. Really, really brilliant performance. Yeah, I have to say I genuinely loved it here with the team behind the scenes. We were very nervous getting towards the uh, that injury time. But I tell you what, I think the only people that were stretched uh, a few times were the ball boys and girls to go and fetch some of the uh, shots that City had. Uh, I tell you what, Adrian, uh, what was your take on that match? Excellent, excellent result and excellent performance as well. Um Dean touched on some of some of the things that really stood out uh, for me. I mean, I thought that the discipline in the team, sort of defensively and in the midfield areas, was, was so impressive. It was so mature as well. I thought, and in, in the way they sort of handled the ball, um, and the way they sort of followed the instructions uh, from Ralph to, to sort of attack that game. I am um, the sort of focus as well that must have gone into into sort of parts of that game to stay switched on City with their runners and when you know when they're pushing bodies forward and stuff. There were so many times you know, a Romeo or a Ward-Prowse or, you know, one of the other players would just drop in in front of the centre-backs. And, you know, when City had a little period in the in the first half, maybe the second half of the first half, and the, the focus and the sort of discipline of Southampton sort of midfielders to come back and, and support the, the sort of back four was, was just really stood out for me. And, I mean, it, it says a lot, I guess, that you're, you're disappointed in some ways that Southampton are leaving the Etihad today and it's not with three points. They did have their moments. They had sort of opportunities or half opportunities that with the right decision, with a different decision, could have ended in a goal. And that's before we sort of get to the penalty and things like that. But what a performance. And for me, in a lot of aspects, there's almost like a benchmark there um, in that performance. Certainly, in, in, as I said, in terms of how they defended um, and how they sort of operated in midfield. One thing that, another thing that really stood out for me was how they used the ball. You, you yeah. don't want to invite a team like City onto you by taking too many touches in the wrong area, taking too many risks. And I thought Romeo, I mentioned him again, Ward Prowse in that midfield area, 
They really used the ball well. It was one or two touches. It was safe passes. They weren't sort of taking any unnecessary risks. I think that all contributed to the way the game went today. Uh, before we discuss any more, let's hear how the game panned out, courtesy of BBC Radio Silent. They face the biggest challenge of all in football. Ward Prowse's right foot will bend it into the danger area. It goes past everyone oh, and Edison what has to save it. Now Walker from the right crosses to the back post. It was the perfect cross. Gundogan got underneath it. 20 yards out, Fernandinho dinks one to the back stick. Hazing sets it wide. Couldn't get over it. Goal kick Southampton. Him and away. Good tackle by Romeo. Falls for Adams. Adams into the box on the right. Low shot across oh. the six-yard area. Safe for Edison, but that's oh. good play from Southampton. Now, caught in possession again, he's Carl Walker by Redmond. Armstrong, 20 yards out, goes inside Diaz. Armstrong is your least fouled, surely! Penalty! He doesn't get the ball. The referee, what's he giving? He's walking across to have a look on his monitor, John Moss. Why are the City fans cheering? Have you seen him give the, 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 make the square? Joe, have you seen him turn it round? I can't believe, I can't Jeez. believe John Moss there. Walker's got it, pulls it back to De Bruyne, first That's time upside. cross. Is it offside? It's a save by McCarthy. The ball goes it's in the net and the flag offside. goes off. The flag goes up. It is offside. It's a clear offside on the back post. It's Joe Tesson called it early. Yeah, the linesman's gone. Now it is offside. After all that, everybody breathe out in Southampton. Breathe out in Hampshire. And Redmond clears up for Brozier. And Brozier can chase this. And now the referee blows his whistle. Of course he does. Great point here at the Etihad. A point they deserved. Uh, I'm going to get straight to it because uh, I'm receiving a lot of messages at the moment. Uh, thank you very much for getting involved with Final Whistle today. Uh, keep them coming in. Uh, hashtag Saints FC. Also, you can tweet Southampton FC. And of course, you can leave your comments on YouTube or Facebook Live if you're watching there. But the difficult question that I want to get straight to, Dean uh, and Adrian, but I'll ask you first, Dean, was it a penalty? What was your take on it? I think I need to choose my words wisely as we're 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 live. Um, but yeah, look, in, in my opinion, I think it's it's a penalty. It's a stonewall penalty. Um, I don't even think there's a a decision to be made. If I, if I'm honest, um, Carl Walker doesn't touch the ball. I think that's that's the obvious thing. Yes, Adam Armstrong is slightly off balance. Is he going to get a clear shot of goal? Potentially not. Um, but Carl Walker doesn't touch the ball and uses his body to to push Armstrong um, off balance so he's not able to get that shot. So in my opinion, it's it's a clear penalty. And the one thing that confuses me, yes, I don't know the rules in and out, um, but I didn't think the referee could change his decision or VAR would um, ask him to look at his decision if it wasn't a clear and obvious mistake. Now, in my opinion, even if the referee or VAR think that's not a penalty, I don't think it's clear and obvious. Um, so yeah, it, it's a strange decision for me and, I feel for the players because, again, as we've touched on, the performance was outstanding. It really, really was. And I think they deserve that. And, you know, James Ward-Prowse taking it from the penalty spot, you would you would back him to score. And you're looking at Southampton coming with a 1-0 away win at Man City and a comfortable 1-0 away win. So, yeah, I'm disappointed with the decision of the referee. Yeah, and imagine what JWP was going through, holding that ball for the whole time, the VAR decisions uh, uh, coming along and being taken. Um, Adrian, what about you then? Uh, did, did you think it was a, a definite penalty, a bit of confusion? How did you see it? I think just to follow on from what Dean was saying now, I think one of the problems in some situations when referees get the chance to review a decision on, on VAR is they basically just re-referee the decision. They've already got the seed of doubt put in their mind by the guys at Stockley Park saying you might want to have a look at that. 
Um, so, so that's what happens. He's effectively just reviewing the decision again rather than maybe what he should have been looking at, which is whether that was a red card or not. For me, when I looked at it, first of all, and even the first two or three replays I saw, I thought penalty, um, Adam Armstrong, for me, is he's, he's, he's enough, he's ahead of Carl Walker enough to be in a position where he's shooting and he's got his body round enough. And, and Carl Walker, it felt to me, was coming in behind him. I think as well, another thing, Carl Walker was the one who was dispossessed by, yeah. by Nathan Redmond um, in the build-up to, to that incident. So what you've got is you've got a player in Carl Walker who's, who's frantically rushing to make up for his earlier mistake. So, you know, when they talk about things like, are you in control, etc., you see sometimes when a player takes a heavy touch and they're trying to rescue it, that's the situation that Carl Walker was trying to rescue. He's not going to be in sort of full control. And for me, I, I felt like he came through the back of Adam Armstrong there. Yeah, it, I mean, it just, it, it's one of those things that we'll probably be debating for a long time. It would be great to have Jonathan Moss, the referee's uh, uh, viewpoint on why uh, it was overturned. But um, but in the end, uh, it didn't mean that Southampton uh, came away with nothing, managed to get that point. Uh, talk to me, uh, Adrian, while I have you now, uh, about Tino Liveramento. What a fantastic performance from him. What, what did you like about his game today? Yeah, it was both of the fullbacks, actually, and it was quite a noticeable early on, how sort of high up they were they were pushing. And that helped keep Southampton up the pitch as well. Um, sort of back four, you know, they, they did such a great job to, to be as high up as they were because it just meant that, you know, City had to start further back and, and you're not inviting that pressure on onto yourself, which we, which we spoke about before. No surprise, Tino Livermento had a little bit of cramp towards the end because the shift that, you know, as I said, both fullbacks put in down the side. And again, as we mentioned before, he's so good at sort of helping the team uh, get out of the pitch. He sort of created a great chance for Adam Armstrong at one point in the first half. Which, if Adam Armstrong takes a different touch, maybe one that takes him towards goal rather than away, who knows? Who knows what could happen? But honestly, every game you watch Tino Livramento, you just just thinking, what a great find! What a great find! What a great signing! And you just sort of wonder how how far he can go. Um, talking about that press that, and the shift he was putting in, uh, Dean, it, the press actually led to that opportunity where we had the potential uh, penalty. City really struggled uh, with the press that Ralph and the players put on today. I think um, that's what they would have worked on in training. The, the press was really, really impressive because I think it was a controlled press. There was a structure to the press. It wasn't individuals going off on their own and they were patient as well. They would get to a certain moment if you talk about the penalty, you know, Redmond's kind of static and then he allows Carl Walter to become static, which makes the pass harder. And then he attacks him and presses and wins the ball. And that happened all over the pitch today. The back four played a really high line, were very, very brave to condense the pitch to make it smaller. So not allowing Man City to have to space and time on the ball. And like I mentioned before, I think uh, Romeo was, was brilliant today. I think that's one of his best performances with and without the ball. The amount of interceptions he had. He was very, very composed on the ball. And that came from the press, you know, winning possession and then counter-attacking. And his quality of pass and distribution of the pass was allowing um, those opportunities. But the press was very, very good as a team. It moved as a team. And I think, you know, Man City are, are very, is a very, very talented team. Um, and they play through a lot of teams with ease. And they just couldn't do that today. So, yeah, very, very impressive. Well, let's see what people have said on social media. David Knowles says, good, solid point uh, from Saints FC. Jason says, great point as well. So we're, we're loving this point. Not so much thinking, hey, we, we lose two points there. But, you know, that we're taking the positives. Um, uh, Shevit says, uh, wow, what a point and a clean sheet against Manchester City. Well done, Saints. Um, 
And then Johnny Hater puts it perfectly. Not one player let us down today. What a different player Moy looks. Uh, big thumbs up. Worked so hard for the team. Redmond too. But it was the whole team. Uh, and I'm sure you'll, you'll agree, Dean and Adrian. Ryan says, this club, three massive hearts. So a lot of happy people out there. And also with that formation change... Uh, Ryan uh, Reese picks up on it. He says the formation change has completely turned us around, playing really, really well, and that's all down to Hassan uh and clapping emoji. Um, Adrian, that that change that's happened, uh, that four four two two that we talked about during Saints Live, it seemed to come together and work really well. It may have even shocked Man City. Yeah, because you know we we spoke before before the game about you know is it the sort of game where you, where you drop back and you play a back five and. But, you know, Ralph, Ralph kind of went with it. He got runners in there. He got players who could help Saints get up the pitch and, and turn City if they needed to. In sort of Redmond, Shea Adams, Armstrong. Oh, Eunice was brilliant sort of coming in off the sort of wide position. I, I thought he was, particularly in the first half and, and occasions in the second, he, he sort of made himself available. So when you're trying to get out from defence, he was a sort of passing option, which I think was valuable again to help Southampton get up the pitch. It just worked really well today. Um Massive credit to, to Ralph and the players for everything they sort of worked on and seeing it come to fruition today. Um, the first substitution that had to be made uh, for uh, Southampton, Dean, was Jack Stevens' uh, injury. Uh, how big of a blow is that going to be for Saints? And uh, and how well did uh, Salisu do when he had to come on right in the middle of a match? Yeah, it's unfortunate for Jack. I think it, obviously it's, it's a big blow. It looks like it's his knee. So hopefully it's not a serious injury, but potentially it could be. Hopefully he's just used his experience and thought, I need to protect myself here and and not make it any worse. And it's unfortunate for Jack because he started the season very, very well. Um, he's been leading that that back line very, very well. Um, I think he's found some really good form that potentially didn't find last season. Um, he's been consistent in the opening four or five games of the season. So uh, it's a disappointment for him. But, you know, when Salasu came on, he just really continued with that performance he put in against West Ham. He looked very, very solid. He looked composed. He was nice and aggressive. He was trying to get in front of his striker, not dropping off. Um, and again, that was part of the press. So he came on and, and gave that balance. And I must admit, I must touch on Bednarak. I thought he was very, very good today. You know, a player coming in from the cold, not really played this season, not been in favour and coming to put a performance like that, I thought, again, was um, another positive because the blocks he made, um, the interceptions again, and led the line and looked like he wanted to play for the club. So, yeah, brilliant. I think that Salasu, Bednarak and Jack, when he played, were excellent today. Just unfortunate with the injury. Uh, Tom Mavin has messaged in, just opened the scores, expecting the worst. Uh, does that read nil-nil with City? Give Ralph a knighthood. Uh, Adrian, a bit too soon to be calling for a knighthood uh, for Ralph? No, I won't let people get carried away. It's a very unexpected result. So who am I to tell people that they, they can't say Ralph should get anything? Uh, um, and also, uh, Adrian, because you spoke about uh, Livermento earlier on, James White says uh, Tino is absolutely sensational for 18 years old, had Grealish in the back of his pocket and still got forward. Um, you know, he got taken off a little bit earlier on. Uh, than we would have liked to see him to, to complete the game, but he really is a talent there, isn't he? He really is. And, and actually, I think Grealish would have been a, a great test for him today because there was a period that I mentioned uh, sort of the second half of the first half when City started to come into the game for sort of the first time and Grealish seemed to be posing him a few problems, different challenges, and it would have been good for him to kind of experience that. Obviously, everyone knows how, how talented Jack Grealish is. So a great test for Livermento to to come through and, and sort of sort of face up, really. And, and in terms of him coming off, I mean, 
I think he just got booked as well, hadn't he? Um, and I don't know, maybe if that decision had been looked at again by John Moss, he might have been thinking, you know, he might have been changing his mind about a yellow card. So good good management there from from Ralph to maybe maybe get him off. Just because, you know, in that, that last sort of five minutes injury time, City going to have a lot on the ball. So very good decision by Ralph. Very sort of, very clever to just get him off when he's on a yellow card. Yeah, Phil Foden was not happy about that tackle. Um, Dean, uh, I, I want to take your opinion now because there is one moment we do have to talk about. The goal that Man City thought they'd scored, uh, but VAR overturned it. It was a proper heart-in-the-mouth moment after all the work that the Saints team had done and then possibly at one moment leaving away with nothing. Yeah, it would have been so unfortunate, Tom. It really would have done and, and, and gutting for the players. Um, and it was tight, I must admit. It's... It was offside. Um, it's a great save by McCarthy. And probably, if you look at the game, one of the only times where Man City got in behind Southampton, you know, most of the play was in front of them or pullbacks. And it was the first time I got in behind. It's a, it's a good header bow by Phil Foden, I believe. And I think if you look at it on the replay, Sterling's offside in the first phase and then he's just offside in, in, in the second phase as well. So a good decision by VAR. But again, they took their time over it, I must admit. So they were... They were teasing us. I must admit, I was worried, thinking, oh, here we go. You know, Man City scoring late on, Southampton not getting anything out of the game when they deserve it. But a good decision and one that the, the referee got right and, and probably deserved to give us as well because um, Southampton 100% deserved a, a point today. Whether they deserve three, I don't know because there was no clear-cut chances, but they were brilliant. So, yeah, good decision. Uh, Adrian, Darren Hill says, deserve to win, full stop, splendiferous performance that is uh, not a word you hear every day splendiferous uh, no. to follow on from what Dean said uh, how impressive is this point overall well I mean I think when you when you think of what's happened at the Etihad with the, the last three games they've had and um, I think I think I heard that they won the last three league games at home 5-0 scored six in the Champions League in midweek so that tells you what a lot you know what a lot of teams are facing when, when you're going to to the Etihad and and I think that one of the great things about today was it wasn't a nil-nil, backs-to-the-wall nil-nil. It was a nil-nil where Southampton are given as good as they've got. Um, they've really, really gone there and, and given City a, you know, a good game. They've made it hard for City to create chances as well. And they, they've really sort of acquitted themselves very well today. So it's a great, great point. And as I said earlier on, the, you know, there will be so many things in, the, in that performance today that Ralph will be saying, you've done that today, I want that every week, as hard as that is to reproduce. Uh, and a, and a, a, not much of a turnaround now uh, between the next game. So hopefully they'll keep up that energy level. So many messages coming in. They just keep popping up here uh, on the iPad. It's not easy. When I watch Kenzie and Steve look after this, it's not easy. Uh, so they put in an absolute shift as well. Um, Gary Dabb says uh, those words. Brilliant shift that not many sides will come away from the Etihad with anything to show for it. Well in, lads. Uh, thank you for that message. Uh, Louis Philippe uh, de Santos, a brilliant performance by our lads. Deserved all three points well done guys proud to be a saint so lots of people today will be wearing their their colors and especially traveling down from manchester if you're watching right now as you're traveling down hope you travel back safely to the south coast but uh yeah wear that shirt with pride uh tonight uh we totally frustrated city and could easily have got a last minute winner too saints were amazing thank you very much tim greenman and uh and andy Rigler says city 16 goals in previous three home games uh one shot on target today well played Played. Um, let's now hear from Saints manager Ralph Hassenhuttle on his thoughts on that game. Ralph, a point in a clean sheet and there's not too many teams who get either of those things here. How are you feeling about that one? 
Very proud, absolutely. I mean, we had a very, very good week. Everybody in the club, everybody in the team was really working hard this week. And uh, uh, finally, I must say, uh, we deserve to get something today here because it was a tactically world-class performance, the best game. Since I'm here, tactically, I must say, changed a lot of time the shape. And to keep them so far away from your goal all the time and don't give them a lot of chances, I mean, this is, you have to do something right, otherwise it wouldn't work. But all the work we invested this week was, was for this point, and I think it, it feels good. Yeah, I mean, It's always nice when you see the work after you have invested a lot for the guys, for the players, for us. And yes, that's uh, a good thing on this job. Yeah, we saw you make a couple of changes, start in a slightly different shape. You had Oriol drop back at, as a centre-back at times, and Moy come a bit deeper as well. How much detail were you going into during the week to prepare for all these different scenarios that you yeah, thought you could Yeah, not face? only during the week, also today again on the final meeting. Uh, it's more difficult to find the right moment to change uh, because the opponent is also using some situations and then it's hard for them also when, you, when, you, when you're changing a little bit and... and, 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 and be variable and I think this was a masterclass really, absolutely. Is that part of an understanding that the players have been able to build up over a period of time as well to be able to do these different things and adapt like that? Yeah, not only for the players, also for us. Uh, we tried a lot in this season and uh, everything seems to work in the moment because I have a mentality in the season in this team what is really willing to learn, open-minded and uh, that is uh, absolutely enjoyable to work with them. Dean, uh, there's so many more uh, superlatives and, 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 and sort of compliments to the Saints team today. Uh, we could carry on chatting about the City performance, but I just want to look ahead to the game I mentioned, a cup match on Tuesday night against Sheffield United. What are your thoughts on that one, if you, even if you can possibly think that far ahead? <laughs> well, I'm still enjoying this result, I must admit, but um, an important game for Southampton. You know, cup runs for Southampton, I think, was evidence last year. It, it built that momentum and getting to the the FA Cup semi-final. I know this is a different competition, but it's an opportunity against uh, a lower league opposition. Sheffield United have picked up lately um, and their form has, has improved. Um, so it will be a test. But if Southampton play like they did today, um, you've got to look at that. That's two clean sheets in a row and that's not happened for a, a long time for, for Southampton as well. So continue on that, that, that foundation, that strength. And then just that, that final quality pass in those um, decisive moments in the attacking areas and I think there'll be too much for Sheffield United and also it's an opportunity for players that have not played today that have not had minutes that um, want to push for a start in, in, the, in the Premier League so Ralph is touching it the depth in the squad is, is better now he's pleased with that um, and I think he'll utilise that on Tuesday um, with a couple of changes but I think he'd like to go a little bit further this year in this competition and, and this is an opportunity to do that on Tuesday night yeah, it was interesting watching the game. What sub is he going to bring on? Uh, I'm referring to Ralph, of course. Who who could he put on to, to make an effect? There was Teller there that didn't get any game time. Gineppo, Diallo, uh, Valerie, and of course, uh, Fraser Forster. So maybe there's going to be some changes coming uh, for that uh, cup game. Uh, James Azar says Saints were awesome. Simply awesome. I want to get through as many of these because you've taken the time to, to send them in. Peter Simmons says, so proud we march on. Hashtag Saints. Love it. And Mick Betts says, what a performance, boys. You were brilliant today. Not many teams are going to come away from the Etihad with anything. And, and finally, Sharon Moore says, fantastic performance today. Come on, you Reds. Uh, Adrian, 
Okay, so we've got the cup game on Tuesday. I don't know if you wanted to add anything for that. But then back here where I am right now at St. Mary's against Wolves, uh, a lot of positives to take. Still no win in the Premier League. Uh, do you reckon Ralph will be looking towards Wolves and after their result today against Brentford thinking, yeah, th we want to get those three points in that match? Definitely. And I think maybe maybe something that gets overlooked because of the way the fixtures are spread out and maybe Everton being a bit of a surprise, actually, the way they, how well they started the season. But Saints have had a very tough start to this season, having, having that sort of Everton game and Manchester United in there and now Man City away. This is a real bonus point, um, I feel. And and looking at their fixtures now, they've got Wolves, Leeds and Burnley at home, three of the next four in the league. And you're thinking almost like, in some ways, the season could, can start. You know, there's a little run of games now where they'll be looking at and thinking, yeah, OK, we'll be looking at that game. There's potential three points there. Same with Leeds, same with Burnley. There's, there's Chelsea away in the middle of there, in the middle of that run. And obviously everyone knows how, how sort of powerful the Chelsea side is at the moment. But as, as I said, that's a real bonus point today and, and really something for them to, to build on heading into a, a run of maybe some slightly more favourable fixtures given the, the difficult start they've had. Yeah, uh, four points now on the board for the, the Premier League. Uh, in the Premier League now for Saints. Uh, Jeff Bennett says, good away point. Ralph Hasnetal obviously had a game plan and the team played it out because there were a few people that were surprised at the 4-4-2 and the changes he's made, but always believe in the process. Gail Sampson says, brilliant result. Excellent save, Alex. Um, there weren't many saves to make, but the one he had to make, he did. Uh, Margaret McGoughlin says, well done, Saints. And Chris uh, Scantlebury says, well done, Saints. Also, there's also one that's just popped in. Jazz Batty says, outstanding team performance. Every man played their part and a huge credit to Ralph. Lots of hearts uh, being used for that. Um, Adrian, I just wanted to remind you of your prediction earlier on, uh, Saints Live. You said... I don't know if now is the time. Uh, I've spoken to the team that they think you've been fantastic today. So there is a chance you'll come back because it was your debut in the Premier League. Uh, will you be making a more favourable prediction in Saints' favour in the future? Definitely. And I did say, I hope I'm wrong. And I never <laughs> hope I'm wrong. As a journalist, you never want to be wrong. But that's how I covered myself. And I'm pleased I was wrong. Delighted I was wrong today. Uh, Adrian Kabunja, so great to have you uh, on the show. Uh, of course, Adrian, uh, a football reporter for the Daily Mail. Uh, have you enjoyed uh, being on the Final Whistle and Saints Live today? Yeah, I loved it. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolute pleasure. And Dean, uh, I assume you'll be back uh, for the Wolves game. Did you did you enjoy A, the result and, and being part of it today? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Um, like you say, it's, it's a great result. And no, I can't take any uh, pride in my prediction either. I went for 2-2 two, two and lots of goals and we got on the only draw. So, yeah, no disgrace there, Adrian. Don't worry about that. I think I've done probably 50, 60 shows now and probably got one result right. So, yeah. <laughs> we're all learning. Uh, well, listen, uh, gentlemen, an absolute pleasure uh, to be hosting with you guys today. Um, all the best until we see each other again. Uh, and thank you very much to everybody who has been watching today. Thank you very much for all of your comments. If I didn't read it out, uh, I do apologise trying to get through as many as I possibly could. Uh, of course, Kenzie and Steve will be back looking after you. Uh, but it's been an absolute pleasure. Myself, Tom Deegan, looking after you today. Um, hopefully, uh, those three points will be coming in the Premier League. But what a performance today. Until then, we'll see you next Sunday uh, for Wolves. Take care.